When you work with love, you bind yourself to yourself and to one another and to God. Writes Khalil Gibran in this next piece from the Prophet. Many of you will find the idea of working with love a far-fetched and impractical one. Something that is reserved only for hobbyists, craftsmen and freelancers. While you, while you labor for large corporations feeling like a cog in a giant machine that neither appreciates your efforts nor allows you to work with love. According to the Gallup organization, only 20% of employees, only 20% of employees are engaged at work globally. Only 20%. This means 80% either don't care or worse, hate their jobs. Friends, finding work that you love is perhaps as important as finding someone to love because in all likelihood, you will spend more time at work than with your lover. I want to read to you Gibran's poem first and then I'll share with you some practical ways towards the end to love what you do because no love story is perfect. Then a plowman said, speak to us of work. And he answered saying, you work that you may keep pace with the earth and the soul of the earth. For to be idle is to become a stranger unto the seasons and to step out of life's procession that marches in majesty and proud submission towards the infinite. When you work, you are a flute through whose heart the whispering of hours turns to music. Which of you would be a reed, dumb and silent, when all else sings together in unison? Always you have been told that work is a curse and labor a misfortune. But I say to you that when you work, you fulfill a part of Earth's furthest dream, assigned to you when the dream was born. And in keeping yourself with labor, you are in truth loving life. And to love life through labor is to be intimate with life's inmost secret. But if you in your pain call birth and affliction and the support of the flesh a curse written upon your brow, then I answer that not but the sweat of your brow shall wash away that which is written. You have been told also that life is darkness and in your weariness you echo what was said by the weary. And I say that life is indeed darkness save when there is urge. And all urge is blind save when there is knowledge. And all knowledge is vain save when there is work. And all work is empty save when there is love. And when you work with love, you bind yourself to yourself and to one another and to God. And what is it to work with love? It is to weave the cloth with threads drawn from your heart, even as if your beloved were to wear that cloth. It is to build a house with affection, even as if your beloved were to dwell in that house. It is to sow seeds with tenderness and reap the harvest with joy, even as if your beloved were to eat the fruit. It is to charge all things you fashion with the breath of your own spirit, and to know that all the blessed dead are standing about you and watching. 
Often have I heard you say, as if speaking in sleep, He who works in marble and finds the shape of his soul in the stone is nobler than he who plows the soil. And he who seizes a rainbow to lay it on a cloth in the likeness of man is more than he who makes the sandals for our feet. But I say not in sleep but in the overwakefulness of noontide that the wind speaks not more sweetly to the giant oaks than to the least of all the blades of grass. And he alone is great, and he alone is great who turns the voice of the wind into a song made sweeter by his own loving. Work is love made visible. Work is love made visible, and if you cannot work with love, but only with distaste, it is better that you should leave your work and sit at the gate of the temple and take arms of those who work with joy. For if you bake bread with indifference, you bake a bitter bread that feeds but half man's hunger. And if you grudge the crushing of the grapes, your grudge distills a poison in the wine. And if you sing though as angels and love not the singing, you muffle man's ears to the voices of the day, the voices of the night. Khalil Gibran, work. The idea of loving your work may seem too idealistic in a capitalistic world, but I promise you it's a worthy pursuit. It will have a positive ripple effect in all aspects of your life, your physical, emotional well-being, your relationships at work and outside. No love story is perfect, my friends. Even the best relationships need a lot of hard work. Then why this romantic, happily ever after image of the perfect job or the perfect career? Truth is, there is no such thing as a perfect job or career. Discover your passion and you won't have to work a day in your life. That's the rosy picture motivational speakers paint for you. And I say, don't fall for it. Discovering your passion is one thing. Turning it to something worthwhile will involve efforts and hard work and it won't be an easy path you would still need to do things that you don't enjoy doing and you'll have to embrace them, accept them and focus on the positive aspects of your work. Just like you go through the security checks at airports before leaving for an exotic holiday. Do yourself and others around you a huge favor, please. Focus on the aspects you love most about your work and find ways to do more of that. Identify what you dislike and figure out ways to reduce that or delegate that. We're very good at designing our homes, our wardrobes, our diets, etc. Then why not design a great professional life that allows you to utilize your strengths and minimize the irritants? Please don't wait for your employer to do it for you. It's your life we're talking about. Take charge. Understand that this love affair with your work, it'll need some work just like every other relationship. Identify your strengths and irritants. Use your strengths while you develop more resistance to the irritants. Embrace your role fully. Know that your work will make a difference. Act like you make a difference. Believe that your work makes a difference. And uphold high standards even when no one is watching. Focus on quality instead of taking shortcuts. Be a problem solver someone who works on the root cause of issues. And I promise you that you will develop a sense of pride for what you do. 
I'll leave you with these words by Martin Luther King Jr. who said, If a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, Here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. Thanks for tuning in.